0: Stronger with breast milk only. No water until six months for a healthier baby.
1: Hello, welcome to this podcast. We're going to talk about a health initiative which doesn't cost anything and has an incredible benefit for babies, mothers, and society. What is this magical idea, you ask? Well, it's not new, but it isn't always followed. It's feeding babies only breast milk. This Stronger with Breast Milk Only podcast is part of a regional initiative in West and Central Africa, supported by UNICEF, Alive and Thrive, and other partners including the World Health Organization. The initiative aims to promote giving babies breast milk only and stopping the practice of giving water and other liquids and foods from the moment of birth and for the first six months of life. So despite the incredible benefits of exclusive breastfeeding for babies and mums for the first six months of life, many still don't practice it. To understand more about how exclusive breastfeeding is perceived in the region, we spoke to women on the streets who are currently breastfeeding or who breastfed in the past about the benefits of giving breast milk only to babies for the first six months of life. Here are some of their views.
2: If you breastfeed your child, the child becomes intelligent
1: they are also immune to certain childhood vulnerabilities and diseases the baby has his immune system boosted and then
2: he
3: also there's also the bonding moment the mom and the baby has as well
2: when you breastfeed your baby very well it's allow your tummy to go down well it's very
1: economical we also asked women if babies up to six months should be given water or other liquids and foods, and if so, why? Their answers might surprise you. Listen. Children zero to six months should
0: not be given anything, not, not water, except breast milk for the first six months.
2: We were made to understand that every other nutrient that the child requires is in the breast milk. I'm not really sure that babies should not be given
1: water. Well, that last opinion is interesting. The mother isn't sure whether her baby should get water as well as breast milk in his or her first six months. What do you think? In fact, according to the World Health Organization and UNICEF, healthy newborns enter the world well hydrated and don't need to be given water if they breastfed exclusively for six months. Yes, they don't need any water or other liquids or foods at all, if exclusively breastfed. I'm sure some of you might be surprised to hear that, but it is true. Breast milk is what's best for babies up to six months. This practice is recommended by health experts, even in the hottest and driest climates, since breast milk contains 88% water and has just the right amount of liquid and nutrients for babies for the first six months of life. Remember that a baby's stomach is tiny, and if you give it any water or other liquids, then it won't have room to take in all that nutritious breast milk, which helps it grow and makes it strong. In addition, Breastfeeding prevents malnutrition and respiratory diseases in babies, and it helps to strengthen the bond between a mother and her baby. Despite this, in West and Central Africa, 7 out of every 10 breastfed babies under 6 months are also given liquids and foods. This has a negative impact on their nutrition, their health, and survival rates, and it has an economic impact too on families, communities, and countries. According to a World Bank analysis, investing in recommended breastfeeding programs could generate an estimated 30 billion US dollars worldwide in economic gains every year. How? Well, by reducing costs tied to illness and healthcare and through increasing productivity. At the launch of the Stronger with Breast Milk Only initiative in Côte d'Ivoire, we talked to some prominent health figures, including policymakers, parliamentarians, and representatives of ministries of health. Wherever you are, whatever your resources, whether your child is born full-term or premature, breastfeeding is a gift that only you can give your child. These are the words of the Vice President of Côte d'Ivoire, His Excellency Daniel Kablan Duncan, at the initiative's launch. UNICEF Regional Director Marie-Pierre Poyer called to give mothers the respect and support they deserve, from governments, development actors, the private sector, and of course the family circle, as well as the whole community. By putting babies and mothers at the centre of social policies, the whole nation will benefit. World Health Organization representative in Côte d'Ivoire, Jeanne-Marie Yamiego, complimented, Exclusive breastfeeding promotes the child's physical and intellectual development and strengthens the emotional bond between the child and his or her mother. What is the current situation in the region? We spoke to Dr Okotu Usai, Regional Nutrition Director at Helen Keller International Africa, based in Senegal, about some of the challenges to exclusive breastfeeding in the region.
3: Exclusive breastfeeding is a very important um, practice which saves a lot of lives, yet within the region it's been a big challenge for countries to achieve that. Uh, There are multiple factors that could be leading to this as a challenge for mothers not being able to exclusively, exclusively breastfeed. With regards to what the evidence is showing across most of the countries, a key challenge that prevents mothers to breast, exclusively breastfeed, is a combination of breastfeeding with water, and I would say that has been a traditional practice across most of the communities for a long time, and the practice is also championed often by family members, particularly grandmothers, who kind of influence mothers to do this practice because they see it as traditionally right.
1: It's important to note that some of the challenges Dr Usai mentions have also become great opportunities to changing norms in favour of exclusive breastfeeding. In fact, grandmothers do play a significant role in influencing the decision of the mothers to exclusively breastfeed their baby. And that's why various programmes that have involved grandmothers in a respectful way have found that they can become strong supporters of exclusive breastfeeding. Dr. Asai also noted that marketing efforts around manufactured breast milk substitutes, usually known as formula, remain a barrier to progress.
3: That aside, on the family front, I think that we face a huge pressure in the region in terms of import and marketing of infant formula, and particularly promotion of infant formula across various platforms in the region, including facilities where mothers deliver. So those are some of the pressures which actually prevent the exclusive breastfeeding from being practiced at an adequate level.
1: Mrs. Umu Kari Babai, Assistant Director at the National Agency for Food and Drug Administration and Control in Nigeria, talked about the strides that her country's been able to achieve regarding policies such as the International Code of Marketing of Breast Milk Substitutes, to regulate manufactured breast milk substitutes and to introduce appropriate remedial measures, including codes and legislation on it where necessary. Angela has uh, succeeded in uh,
2: enacting laws and regulations and towards implementing effective implementation of the code and uh, by doing that we're able to uh, uh, train our implementers Uh, we are able to train uh, monitoring teams to uh, visit health facilities pharmacy shops the media to make sure they all abide by the law based on the regulations and uh, uh, nigeria is also able to develop uh, monitoring tools to use for monitoring the the uh, level of compliance of the implementation of the code in the field. We train our officers on the tools. We also develop advocacy tools that we use in the uh, sensitizing and paying advocacy visits to uh, traditional leaders, the policy makers, the media, the, the supermarket owners, and all relevant uh, um, people that are in charge of the code. We also developed a training manual to be able to train the trainers of, uh, of the, on the cord.
1: With regards to the practice of giving water to babies during the first six months of life, Professor Alison Terre, an academic at the University of Port Harcourt, Nigeria, talked about the need to raise awareness among mothers in the region about the dangers of such practice.
0: You must make them know the dangers of giving other foods or drinks. For example, When you give a baby water, it reduces the time the baby has at the breast. And you know, breast milk comes out as the baby stimulates the breast through suckling. So if the baby takes water and fills half of the stomach with water, it means the baby can only suckle to bring a half of the quantity required to fill him. The baby is fed less, the baby does not grow well, the baby cries more, the mother feels frustrated, the baby feels frustrated, and they resort to other things. The next thing about water is even though the water looks clean, the water has no nutritional value, so it will reduce the child's intake of food. The water may look clean, but the container may be dirty. Those who are handling it may not be handling it in a hygienic manner, so it can pass on infection to the baby. So for these very reasons, we do not want mothers to give babies water until six months.
1: Finally, Dr Usai remains very optimistic that exclusive breastfeeding across the region is possible, but requires action at all levels.
3: In terms of the efforts that we all need to do to make sure that global goal of reaching exclusive breastfeeding uh, by 2025 at 50% is achieved. In my view, we need to work at different levels. It should be having everybody on board and having everybody understanding the importance of exclusive breastfeeding all the way from a policy level to the family level. So I would say it has, it's at multiple levels starting from policy, developing stronger regulations to promote exclusive breastfeeding in their countries, which is the policy environment. Starting also with campaigns across various platforms at the national and community level to create awareness on the importance of exclusive breastfeeding. And then most importantly, supporting mothers to be able to do the exclusive breastfeeding. And that support I would say will come Also, not just from family members, but also from the health practitioners who deliver mothers. Uh, More and more, we need to increase the knowledge of health practitioners and give them the support to encourage mothers to do the exclusive breastfeeding. In terms of national legislation, I would also like to add that we need to do more laws to prevent the inappropriate marketing of the infant formula which is becoming a big uh, challenge to exclusive breastfeeding in the region. And uh, finally I would like to add the need to look at some of our traditional norms and how do we understand that and bring those on board in terms of our programs to address these issues.
1: Improving exclusive breastfeeding rates requires actions including advocacy at the global, national and sub-national levels, targeting families, communities and societies. Therefore, the Stronger with Breast Milk Only initiative calls mothers, health workers and policymakers to action. Everyone has a role to play. Family members can encourage, help and make sure that a breastfeeding mother eats and drinks well. Trained healthcare workers can counsel a mother when she has questions or faces challenges. Policymakers can ensure that there are policies to protect and promote optimal breastfeeding. These actions remain important today in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic. Based on scientific evidence, recommendations stay the same. Only breast milk for the first hour of life until six months, then solid foods along with breastfeeding until 24 months and beyond while applying preventative measures as far as possible. Let's all work together to make sure our babies are all stronger with breast milk only.